Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Q. It's 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai, great pre owned inventory, great deals to be had, great time to buy. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Q. It's 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. And the Friday show, as always, brought to you by the great friends at Brewers Outlet. You know, we know bingo's been trademarked, but boy, when you hear about the great selection of beer, imports, domestics, microbrews, you just want to yell out bingo, don't you? No good! No good! No Au contraire, mon frere. Brewers Outlet, really good. All right. Wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day in the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. In fact, when I catch up with my old friend Doug Bird's song, you know what? I'm going to get some stuff at Brewers Outlet, sit down, enjoy some long conversation with my friend. And they have six great flavors of slushies. Mmm. All right. Now we have all the information about travel and about a not-quite-one-year-old who will be used as a pawn to get candy for the adults. (laughs) Dressed as a cow, I might add. I can see through what's going on here. Actually, Lisa's the candy person. I'm, you know, whatever. Is she really? Oh, she is a huge candy person. You name it, she will gobble it up instantly. Then I will sit back and say it's a brilliant plan. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. Carlos Correa walks it off. Grounded to short. Correa throws to first. In time. Ball game over. Houston wins. Oh, that is not it. That was John Sterling. <laughs> that brings up even worse memories for me. Yes. Game over. Correa hit a home run to beat the Rays yesterday. I don't know if you're still trying to find it or not, but Yeah, I I don't know why. I must have obviously I, I thought I, I thought I deleted that one piece of audio and Evidently, you say that's the same thing, and now I think it's gone. So, There's a drive. Deep center field. Back to the wall. Kiermaier looks up. She is gone. There's your play-by-play call today brought to you by. <laughs> okay? Perfect. I've done a few in my lifetime. All I right. really hope the Astros don't come back and win, but I have a feeling they're going to. Well, it's amazing because, I mean, right before he swung, you heard a trash can. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight, uh, 
May's going to be on the mound for the Dodgers, trying to give him two or three innings. They had listed the starter for the Braves as undecided, and I checked out. Undecided has it zero ERA. What a great choice. <laughs> Better than an opener, I say. May's the opener. I, I just, you know, I'm just not big on that. I just don't. It, it, it makes, to be honest with you, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. There's something about it because I think it takes a lot more time in the bullpen to warm up, get going, get into the flow, the feel of what's going on. And you're going to make two guys do that? Because normally the second guy comes in, he's in there for a little longer haul. It's, it's a lot of stuff about about this makes no no sense. I'll give you I'll give you a good example. I'm watching the Braves Dodgers game, and the runner on second. And let's face it, I'm from an era where okay, there was I think there was. One out. In fact, I don't think there's anybody. There may have been nobody out. And I'm from an era that says, and this was not, the cleanup hitter was not up. And I'm thinking to myself, the perfect opportunity, handle the bat, hit the ball to the right side. Well, I know what it was. Yeah, that there was that was one of them. Hit the, ball, hit the ball to the right side, move the runner over, set it up. We're now pass ball, wild pitch, sacrifice fly, error, base it, whatever, gets you in. And he grounded out to third. And Turner threw him out. That's how you're playing baseball? And then there was one where Tampa Bay... I think, the game, I think the game was tied. They had a runner on first, and they had Lau at the plate. And Houston is in this dramatic shift where the shortstop's behind the bag, second baseman's in shallow right field, first baseman's holding on the runner, and the third baseman, Bregman, who was a college shortstop, so he's a good choice to play in this shift, is over in the shortstop spot. So I'm thinking to myself, boy, this, well, I'd set down a bunt now in a heartbeat. I not only have a great chance to maybe beat it out because you can bunt it harder, but I can have first and third, whatever. Nope, hit it right into the shift. What are we doing today? Like nobody thinks of it's like it's like that thought doesn't cross anybody's mind. They're all looking to hit a home run, get the big hit. Now Lau is it did hit a home run in the series, but he's in a deep postseason slump right now. He could have bunted that ball down the third base. I mean, he didn't even put it down the line. Just bunt it toward third base, and he could he could bunt it like really like boom, okay, like send it out maybe 40, 40 feet. Pitcher's going to have trouble getting to it. Bregman can't get to it. The runner's going to go to third. Lau's on first. Gives you a better shot at winning the game. No. Going for the downs. Grounds out to second. You're like, what are you, what's going on? You know, they got a force play at short, at the second. Like, what? what are we doing here? What kind of baseball is this? 
Or it was a ground out the second they held the runner. He didn't he didn't move over. But I'm like, what is this? Whatever happened to team baseball? The team game. I know everyone wants to hit it out. I know that's the philosophy to hit it out and get the big two-run homer in this case, or a three-run homer. I I don't get some of this stuff. I don't mind more home runs. More home runs are fun and exciting. But it all goes back to that base philosophy, which I've heard people that are absolutely into sabermetrics and into analytics say, a strikeout is the same as any other out. It is not like any other out. With the bases, okay, it's never like any other out. Never. Because what doesn't happen on a strikeout? The ball is not put in play. The second the ball is put in play, you put the defense in some peril. That's the key. You put the defense in peril. Now, 90-plus percent of the time, they make the play when it's, you know, hit toward them. But sometimes they make an error. Sometimes they throw it away. The other night, there was a uh, chopper to third. Guy made a heck of a play, but threw wide at first and went into the dugout. It couldn't end up on second base. That Turner, I think, I think it was, I think it was Seeger that charged and threw it away. That's putting the defense in peril. It's that kind of philosophy. You would sit down and say, I say, excuse me, is anybody in this room ever watch a game? It doesn't mean every theory is wrong. Believe me, Earl Weaver, or the, the late Orioles manager, believed deeply in the three-run homer. And he won a lot of games in his career. Managing the Frank Robinsons, the Boog Powells, the Eddie Murrays, the Cal Ripken Juniors. He got his fair share of three-run homers during the course of his career as a manager, and he deeply believed in it. And believe me, I believe in it too. I think you know, I grew up. I grew up going to games at Fenway Park. The home run was a was always a staple of what the Red Sox wanted to do. I started going to games at Fenway Park when Yaz was early in his career before Yaz had won a batting title. First time I went was 1963. I was five years old. So the home run's always been important to what I've watched in my lifetime with my team and in the game. I'm great with the home run. But I'm also, especially in a playoff game, You've got to do some of the little things that can make a difference to win a game. And that's where the philosophy doesn't completely hold up. It doesn't hold water to me. You've got to move a runner over. You've got to get yourself in a position to win a game like that. Especially when they've handed you an entire side of the infield, essentially, to do something and move the runner. You got to get the ball to the right side. Now I realize you're being pitched to pull it. I got that because they're trying to pitch you toward the shift. But I, I, I think there's been a lot of really good baseball in this series, and 
there's a lot of stuff that, that in analytics is, is valuable. It's absolutely valuable. But it's a tool. It should never be a philosophy. It is an important tool, but it can't be your philosophy. There's still basics to the game that go way back that in maybe not a regular season game, but in a postseason game, guess what? You need you need to keep the line moving. Now, you need to get a run. I got a runner on second, less than two outs. I got to hit the ball to the right side, get him to third. Especially with nobody up. Got to hit the ball to the right side, get him to third. Why? Because now, what if there's a pass ball? What if there's a wild pitch? What if there's a sacrifice fly? All these ways that you can get the runner in from third because he hit the ball to the right side to set the inning up. Or I needed to bunt the guy over because it's late in the game. I wouldn't do this early in the game. Late in the game, I can bunt the guy over. Maybe set something up. Nope. They don't think that way. It's a shame. It's a shame. You still have that John Sterling Astros call? <laughs> I do, yes. Sadly. Yeah, go ahead, play it again. Grounded to short. Correa throws to first. In time. Ball game over. Houston wins. So Houston wins the wild card game as they got just fabulous pitching. And they defeat the Yankees by the score of 3 nothing. Houston celebrating on the field as well they might. They better not win anymore. Well, you're awfully awful. Does your son know how bitter you are? (laughs) Not yet. At least I'm I'm not the only one in this category here with the Astros. Well, no, but I'm just saying, though. I'm I'm telling you, that youngster of yours is going to grow up to be a Brewers fan. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Sunbury Motors. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage today's show brought to you by brewers outlet reagan street in sunbury the beverage supermarket imports domestics microbrews best selection of beer anywhere wine coolers water soft drink snacks they roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day and the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills Mm-mm-mm. indeed second to none and six great flavors of slushies all at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Sunbury Motor Studios, where we reside. It's also where the Thursday night show resides as well. 
So I'm in here on Thursdays. I'm in here for hours. <laughs> hours. <laughs> oh, fortunate, so fortunate, so fortunate to have it. Oh. Uh, okay, so just so you know that the Patriots had another positive test, but right now their game is still on with the Broncos. The Colts had false positives, so they reopened their facility. They're playing. Look at the Falcons. Looks like they're going to play. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. still not practicing for the Browns. Feeling better. He tested negative for COVID, by the way. Uh, we already have... Um, In college football, a couple of games are going to be missed. Southern Miss, uh, Texas El Paso postponed. Florida International, Charlotte postponed. And then obviously we know about Florida LSU, uh, Tulsa, Cincinnati, and uh, Missouri Vanderbilt. Everybody else is still on. Everybody else is still on. Then there's the UMass probation story. Uh, but UMass went out, and this is where I think they're going to go easy on UMass because of the self-imposed $5,000 fine. Gee, what a big fine. See, again, you're you're exaggerating. See, I didn't think it was that much. <laughs> self-imposed $5,000 so fine. It really like, is. You, you have to be kidding me. Now, the overpayment, by the way, was a total of $9,100. Oh, well. Ah, UMass. So those are some of the stories that are going on right now in sports and we've got the king coming up in just a few minutes with our picks for the week the king had a little issue with his phone <laughs> he has now gone the matt millen route and has a flip phone ah okay mm-hmm yes well i got our i have our game so we're all good to go well, Matt Millen has a has a flip phone. So I'm standing there one day, and Matt says, "He says, Steve, what do you think of this?" I said, "I said, typical you." He says, "He's laughing." He says, "I was down at the uh, Maxwell dinner." This is Matt's telling a story from a couple of years ago. My Peyton Manning walks by, and he says, he, and he waves at Peyton with his flip phone, and he's like Peyton waves back with his flip phone. <laughs> yeah. I am not doing much for iPhone sales here, am I? No. Yeah, no. Ah, come on. We all can't be in the suit with the iPhone 22. You didn't know they had an iPhone 22, did you? No. I think we reached that point. I thought it was iPhone 11 last time. This is only for the plugged-in people. I put it out there on Twitter. They pulled it down. I don't understand. All right. <laughs> because I started out the story and said, 
I said, check out this iPhone 22 from, from the, that the suit uses, according to the New York Post, and then it got pulled down. I don't get it. What part did I miss? Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, back here at the Steve Jones Show, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Not sure what happened to Steve there, uh, but I hope we should be back in a second from the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors uh, Kia, yeah. routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Here you are. Yeah, no, I was there. I was actually on a, actually an extremely f- important phone call, so my apologies. My apologies. Well, is there anybody more important? I mean, I mean, Matt, you'd agree, right? Oh, of course. Any, anyone more important than the King? Yeah, my fellow Yankee fan, who now probably hates this ALCS just much as much as I do. King? The Yankees need fans in the stands. Fans in the stands, the Yankees won the World Series. Well, that's just my opinion. And they need more pitching. Yeah. <laughs> the pitcher would help, too. <laughs> Or a little hitting when they lose two to one, you know. Yeah. But it's an off year. I, I I watched the Lakers celebrating, and I was like, "What do you? What, you know, I don't know. It's an off year. It's just an off year. I really believe in the fact that some players really, really thrive on the crowd." And you take the crowd away, they're not the same players, you know. Well, that's that's what I'm going to encounter here uh, for the next couple of months. Uh, well, more than that, I mean, for the next few months. Uh, college yeah. players really, really thrive in the crowd. They really yeah, do. Yeah, Joe Paterno used to say he wouldn't allow freshmen to play because they shouldn't be in front of 100,000 people before they set foot in a classroom. It changes yeah. them. You know, well, they're not going to have that. That's it's a. Well, who's the guy I said from the Patriots? Um, uh, the little tough guy, number fourteen. What's his name? The wide uh, the receiver. You talk about you. T- you talk about Julian Edelman, number eleven. Yeah, Julian. I'm sorry, I got his number wrong. He admitted it. He said he thrives on it because he takes some vicious hits. But if the crowd's going nuts. He kind of gets him going, and he's okay. He said without them there, he's just getting the crap beat out of him. <laughs> he gets something like nobody's cheering for him, you know. And he admitted it. That he needs the crowd to to get him hepped up, you know, to that yeah. next level, whatever sure. that is. But anyway, what's this deal? Penn State, thirty-three hundred positive cases on campus. 
I guess. That's true? Huh? I guess. They do a, they do a, a ton of testing here. Well, they you do know, a Yukon, too. There's, they only have 200. Uh, wow. That's a lot. How many students are on campus? Um, on campus, I'm going to say, I don't know, 25,000? I think there's like 15,000 off campus, something like that. I mean, yep. it's crazy what they're doing. It's not if if you get three students in the in the dorm test positive, they quarantine the whole dorm for two weeks. They put a makeshift cafeteria next to the dorm, and none of the none of the kids can leave the dorm. They've got to do all remote, you know, learning, and they just have well, to stay within the room for two weeks. Well, this is so, why. This is why I said to Jack. Jack Ham and I were talking early in the week, and I said, and "I said now we're up to nervous time." And he said, "Yeah." I said, "They're telling us we can go do the games on the road and everything like that, home and away." Now it's a question of actually playing the game. Well, you got to be careful. <laughs> can, I mean, you be can real Indi- careful. can can you know can Penn State get there safe and sound? Can Indiana get there safe and sound? And you got to do that every single week. And I was telling the story earlier in the show about travel. Uh, so normally I travel with them, and the hotel is set up by them. Now I pay for the room, but you know they set it up, makes it really, really easy. And then Jack and I usually take one of the team buses into the stadium, so I don't have to worry about transportation. Well, because they're essentially in their own bubble right now, yeah. they're traveling, and they've got the travel group down. And again, because I'm doing a show like this, I'm doing TV, I'd be in and out so much that... Uh, that doesn't help anybody. So uh, they want us to travel separately. Perfectly acceptable, very understandable. And they also would like us to stay in a different hotel. Okay. Really? That's, well, again, because they, they're trying to keep their own bubble, which is perfectly fine. Yep. I mean, it's, it's not like I can't set up a hotel. I mean, I mean really? Uh, we can do that. So... Indiana's the first game. We're going to stay in Indianapolis. And I got a hold of whomever's in charge of travel for football, uh, Kevin Threlkel. And I said, Kevin, give me a list of the hotels you're staying in. That way I don't duplicate them. You know, because you're trying to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're trying to do what's best for the team. So he tells me what the hotel is in Indianapolis. Great. So I pick another hotel. It happens to be a hotel that we stayed in for the Big Ten football championship game. Terrific place. Great. I get informed this morning that because of COVID, they shut down the hotel uh, yesterday. So they're going to change my reservation and put me in a different hotel. They put me in the hotel where the football team is staying <laughs> So I had to, so I had to get back to them. I said, and explain succinctly what the situation was. Now I broadcast for the team. Team's in a bubble. They've asked us to travel separately. That way we don't invade the bubble at all because we all work outside of it. I said we need another hotel. <laughs> and oh, they, that's you know, kind of got, crazy, though. Now that you you look at it that way, they'll put anybody in the hotel. Oh, they they can, but I'm just yeah. saying. So but, well, but why again, not put someone in there that they know but, doesn't have the virus? But again, what's the last thing you want when you've been asked to do something, 
and oh, you're suddenly, sta- I, I, and you're suddenly that, standing but... in the lobby, and they're looking at you like, I thought we asked you not to do this. <laughs> well, do you have to test? Uh, I do not, no. See, I, I would... See, they do every day. They have to test every day. I don't. Right. Well, I and they can separate... They can oh. separate the team in terms of where they are, where they eat, the entire deal. So, for example, with James Franklin, I'll do the pregame show with him from here Thursday night. Right. Uh, postgame, he'll do with us on a headset down there that is provided by the football team. So I won't actually see him in person. My guess is going to be, you know, just looking at him from the sideline, it'll be the only time all season I see him in person. Just the way it is. It's the way we have to but do wouldn't it. Wouldn't it be easier if you just tested? It's free, you know. Well, you got to test every day, though, and every day I'm someplace else. You know. Yeah, that's true. If they require every day, yeah, it's it's just, requ- but the only reason I'm questioning it is that, that hotel was willing to put other people. Oh no, hotel. I knew that. There's other people in oh. that hotel that they complete- have no knowledge of at all. So I completely, I completely agree with that. But yeah. again, when you were asked to do it. Yeah, yeah, I know, but uh, and, it's not and like believe, they have the hotel to themselves. Right. They don't, right. so. and believe they don't. But believe me, it's one of those where a they feel badly about asking you to do it. I mean, they they make it very upfront how badly they feel you're asking to do it. Well, look, you're just doing it because it makes them feel better that you're doing it. Okay, it takes right. one more element yeah. out of there that they don't have to worry about. There are a lot of hotels there. We could just—I just thought it was ironic that they switched me over and they put me into their hotel. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought, well, well that's one thing just for sure. Over. If someone gets the virus, they can't blame you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, hey, we'll take a break. Positive side. So. Oh no, I've been positive the entire time about this. So, hey, just you know. FYI, Connecticut next week. Anybody has to quarantine two weeks before they can come in the state. Anybody. Wow. They won't allow any other state to come in here. It doesn't matter what what your test rate is. You can't come in. The guy's destroying the state completely. Hartford's bankrupt. Bradley Field's bankrupt. <laughs> Done deal. Well, the only guy I know that's raking in big time money is doing Shikalemi football tonight. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. All right, here we go. Time to pick some games. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. All right, so let's get it off with NFL first. Chicago at Carolina. Let's start with the King. I like the Bears this year. Um, I'm going to take Chicago. All right, Steve. Matt Rule, State College Area High School, Penn Stater, Carolina. I am taking the Bears. I'm impressed with them, too. That was a nice win for them last week, even though Brady kind of screwed it up at the end. But Nikki Foles, baby, let's keep it going. I mean, again, let's look at the state of Tampa Bay sports right now. For months, it was Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, Tampa Bay. Well, now let's look at it. The Tampa Bay Lightning have won the Stanley Cup. The Tampa Bay Rays are a win away from the World Series, and Tom Brady thinks that there are five downs. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, that was pretty bizarre. All right, the Monday game at 5 o'clock. 
which is supposed to be Thursday night football last night. Chiefs at the Bills, coming off the Tuesday game with the Titans. Steve. Uh, I'm going to go, let's see. Le'Veon Bell can't play in the game, uh, which benefits the Chiefs. I'll go with Kansas City. I'm going with KC as well. I think they bounce back. King? I got the Bills. I like them like I like Chicago. It's, it's, it's almost like a changing of the guard. It's, it's kind of fun to watch some of these teams be really good. Buffalo. All right. Now to the America's Game of the Week. How much Fox. farther can I fall behind? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay at Tampa Bay. King. Uh, I, there's... Very few teams playing better than Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. I got Green Bay. I will take Green Bay as well. I do not trust Tampa Bay. Here's why, and I said this before, Tampa Bay was overrated because of that offensive line, and Brady wasn't going to have the the best start because he's trying to get used to everybody. He's made a couple of bad plays, not looking like himself just yet. I'm sure he'll warm up during the, as the year goes on, but Tampa's got to fix an offensive line. Green Bay. Packers. And then finally, bow for first place in the AFC North. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers at Heinz Field. Steve. Wish I knew the, knew the status of Mayfield. I'm going to go with Cleveland. Ooh. King. Which I, be- I believe the King was going to pick Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got Cleveland. I thought this would be my big... I-, I think Cleveland's better football team. Pittsburgh hasn't beaten anyone good yet. So, I'm going to take Cleveland. Whether Baker Mayfield plays or not, I'm still not a believer. Because you know what? Cleveland really hasn't played anybody either. And I think Pittsburgh is still is a little bit more consistent for me over the last couple last couple of years. I, I need to see Cleveland win a big game and win it well. So I'm going. I think I'm going if with Pittsburgh. there were fans in the stands, there's no question Pittsburgh would win. You know, they'll have some, but not having fans in the stands it's, it makes it more of an equal game. You know, I like Pittsburgh though. Oh, yeah. That's a good pick. <laughs> All right. So now, We're not going to have many chances to pick Cleveland over Pittsburgh ever. So. That's true. <laughs> All right. College football. Kentucky at number 18, Tennessee. Steve. Kentucky at Tennessee. I'll take Tennessee. I'm not big on Kentucky. Yeah, I, I got the balls, too, in this one. Kentucky can really just run the football, and the Vols run these pretty good. So I will take the balls in this one. King? I got the volunteers. Okay. Clean sweep. Next one, number 15, Auburn at South Carolina. King? Auburn, baby. Steve? I'm not big on Auburn. I mean... I'm going to pick them here, but I'm just not big on them. I mean, any time that you think you can spike it backwards, you've got a problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with Auburn, too, in this one. I just think they're all around us, a little bit better football team to help they'll squeeze this one out. But I think it's going to be a close game, though. Who you got, pick. Steve? 
Uh, I picked Auburn. I said, I don't like them, but I'm going to pick them. I just think they're better than South Carolina. But <laughs> they have a few um, issues sometimes when it comes to the thought process. All right, then finally, the big showdown in prime time with our man Brad Nessler on the call with Gary Danielson as we had him on yesterday. Brad Nessler on the way to Tuscaloosa. Number three, Georgia. Number two, Alabama without Nick Saban. Steve, who you got? Just so the king knows, Brad's the second best guest we've had on this week. <laughs> this one makes sure the king knows that. Alabama. All right, and King. Georgia, your daddy was high the night he dreamed of you. Georgia, baby. And I'm on that midnight train to Georgia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, like the, I like the dogs in this one. I think I like their amount of depth they have on defense. I think Brad actually did a nice job spilling that out yesterday. I don't like how Bam has been playing, so I will take Georgia. Somebody's defense is going to have to make a play. I'll give that to Georgia, so I'm going with the Bulldogs. Yep. There you go. All right. All right. So a lot of different picks in there. We do. Yeah, we've only we only have a clean sweep for the Green Bay game and Auburn. And Tennessee. Tennessee, sorry. Yeah, and Tennessee. Yeah, so. And remember, Auburn spikes the ball backwards. It's just. I mean, who taught that? Tampa Bay thinks it's five down. So football's going well. There you go. Yeah. Hey, at least they're playing. Yeah. So. He's looking, he's looking at him like, isn't this the Colorado-Missouri game? Don't I get one more? Colorado. Colorado-Missouri. Not sure. 1990. Colorado um, got a got a fifth down and won the game on fifth down. Oh right! Oh, yes. I remember that. Yeah. 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 Referee screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> a little. Yeah, just a, just a bit, just a bit outside. Oh. All right. So last week, you both went three and four. Yeah, baby. And I went four and three. There you go, Matt. Putting me in the lead. By two games now over Steve. I'm at 20 and 14. Steve's at 18 and 16. King is at 17 and 17. I'm just lolling you to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna make the comeback. It's almost impossible. I mean, each week you don't even know who's gonna play. I mean, it's like, have they resolved the. Colt thing? Are they playing this week? Yeah, the Colt. The, the, it was false positives. The Colts are playing. Oh, so they're okay now. Yeah, they're fine. I just heard it driving in early this morning. I like, oh my gosh, not another game. Yeah, everybody's good no. to go in the NFL this week. Yeah, I think I think everybody's playing. Hey, and the Patriots don't even practice. You know, they, they're all at home, and then they meet at the stadium for a game. It's weird. It's and they, they keep do. winning. Huh? <laughs> and they keep winning. Yeah. I mean, I give them a lot of credit. I, and Belichick's taking it really serious. Of course, he got fined $100,000 for that wearing a mask. That'll make it serious quick. But, yeah, <laughs> a strange well, did you year. He, did yeah. you see what he did? Did you see what he did the last no. game? He was wearing three masks. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> he, he could be a real douche. He could, just, 
the league hates him, but he's a great football coach. (laughs) Hey, have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy it. Stay King. There you have it. We had fun. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street and Sunbury, the Beverage Supermarket. Stock up for the weekend now. Shikolimi football is 90 minutes away. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years.